0: Guys, Footy Focus podcast episode twenty-one. So we'll review the disappointing two semi-finals and preview the the two prelims, which hopefully should be a lot closer.
1: Yes. Hey, everyone, it's uh, a familiar review. I think for semi-final week, I think leading. Yeah, I think semi-final weeks by the most disappointing finals week, uh, just because they tend to be there can be a blowout and this week proved that was the case for one of the games. The second, the first game wasn't too bad. I think it was
0: Yeah, a bit closer, but yeah, it's pretty much I'd say the result was done at maybe quarter time.
1: Maybe. Yeah and that and I don't know what game you're talking about, so that goes to for both, yeah, it goes games. To
0: both.
1: so so it's one of those weeks, but I think yeah the best four teams throughout the year have progressed and yeah and I guess the losers Saints, they've got promise and they're on sort of the upward trajectory yeah. whereas yeah. you might say the opposite with the Pies, but a bit of an older list a bit of an inconsistent forward line so unless they manage to find, I mean we can talk about this later on yeah. you might have to rely on the draft and Trade tables and to maintain their competitiveness.
0: Yeah, Cameron might. We might touch on Cameron later because he might be the might be the answer.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, I might kick it off with Richmond's pretty comprehensive win. I'd say eighty to forty nine. Like you said, it was the signs were on this early on. I think they kicked the first goal within like the first minute yeah. to Lynch. And, yeah, four goals from stoppages. And I think they kicked a couple in the first quarter. And um, their snaps and everything, they were just going through. Like, Bolton was good early. Um, I guess if Saints had a goalkeeper type fire, they could have stopped a couple of them because, yeah, they were – yeah, it just went through.
0: I think the the better teams do tend to have a goalkeeper. I was looking at Port. Port had a few – Um, at the stoppages versus the caps. So, yeah, maybe it's just a sign of inexperience. But, yeah, the good teams tend to have a goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, maybe it's probably the system, yeah, like that defensive system. So it might be one of those terms that become more and more common in years. Like, I guess a quarterback term has been pretty um, common in the past 10 years. So maybe the goalkeeper role, yeah, might be one. Um, could you think was best on ground? Was it Lynch or Martin? Or?
0: Yeah, I thought I thought Lynch was. I think he set the tone, like like you said, that first it was a contested mark as well. It wasn't on the lead. Like he just out-muscled Howard, and it made mm. me feel a lot better about Howard as well. Because I think I tweeted last week if we had Howard for the next three weeks, we might have a better chance of a premiership. But yeah, Lynch did dominate him. How did you find um, Shay Bolton? You think he's one of the more improved players in the comp?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. He was, I think he's probably been the most improved in the competition. I know yeah. getting like um, Petraka and, and Dacos have thrown around, but Bolton, every time he gets it, he's just so slick and um, precise. And now he's finishing off his good work with goals. And yeah. it was very impressive. He was unlucky not to get. Um, the, Not only the All-Australian squad, but I don't think he made the under-22 squad either.
0: No, he might be just inside. But, yeah, I think the most improved player, there should be an award for that because there is one in the NBA and other leagues. But, yeah, maybe an addition next season.
1: Yeah. Before we move away from Howard, did you see that Um, where he had the ball in the pocket and then Lynch was corralling him and he just went over the line. He just yeah. took the ball over the boundary line for a throw-in. Is that not the dumbest piece of play you've seen this year? That's probably the dumbest piece of play I've seen.
0: Yeah. Um, was it paid? I
1: didn't... I don't think It was it deliberate it was clearly deliberate. Like yeah. He had the ball and then he just stepped over the line. I would... Um, yeah, if I was a coach, I wouldn't be happy I'd drag him. I don't think... I don't know if players can drag him. But that was um inexcusable for... I guess he's not experienced, so maybe it'll come with experience.
0: Yeah he, he was just, just
1: stupid.
0: yeah, he just looked like he, put, he, I think even in a marking time test, he just didn't have eyes for the ball and went straight to length. So I think he just got probably, um, yeah, overawed probably early on and just continued through the whole game.
1: Yeah, and, and you can't undersell not having Carlisle there. That's an experience yeah. of backup. Yeah. Um, yeah, how did you find Shane Edwards' game? If he was pretty yeah. pretty good as well.
0: Yeah, I think he's finally getting some props because didn't really get much recognition. Got All Australian in 2018, but I think the fact that he's been away for, I think he was back home for the birth of his kid for six seven weeks, and he's just dominated. Really, like you look at the likes of Ablett. Ablett hasn't done that. Um, Edwards probably the only one. Like even Hanbury took a while settling in, but Edwards just it yeah, from moment one, he's been really good.
1: Yeah, he's underrated. I think he got all Australian. Yeah? Is that what you said? Couple a ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: couple years ago. Yeah.
1: But, no, he was good. And Hulu again continues his good finals record. And he, yeah, had a poor game last week, but he, yeah, really bounced back and has yeah. like, been going forward. The Saints, they weren't um, they weren't too bad. They were like competitive. Like in mm-hmm. the middle part of the game, I think they had their chances to creep up. Yeah, conversion was a problem.
0: Yeah, I think they've. I think in games where they're going at less than fifty percent conversion, they're one from seven. So yeah, it is. It is a, a tail of their yeah. tail of their year and finals really. I mean Geelong last week as well yeah. against Port.
1: Yeah, I think um, prior to this year they were a pretty inaccurate team. This year they've gotten a bit better at kicking straight, but yeah, you got to take your chances, especially with the shortened quarters.
0: How'd you find uh, Bradley Hill the most high-priced recruit? All the same.
1: Yeah, he was pretty disappointing. Yeah, he didn't. Um, yeah, just, how much? I don't even know if he got much of the ball. I'll check that now. But he didn't finish in the top ten in the best and fairest, whereas the other recruits all did. So yeah. I think that goes to show how uh, of a. He wasn't terrible, but he yeah it was still disappointing. So. Yeah, seven kicks, four, and there was no marks. 200 meters gained. So, I mean, yeah, it's pretty poor,
0: cool, huh? Yeah, the pressure the pressure wasn't really there from the Saints, too. I think it was 38 uh, tackles overall, which, yeah, I think you said Port, Port and got, I think, 69 against the Cats the week before, and I think yeah. the last maybe 57. <laughs> in the yes. The final, so.
1: Yeah, and you can't have 38 tackles on in in a game like that. So um, yeah, yeah. So Tigers, then we'll talk about your game soon. Yeah, the pressure just wasn't there, like you said. Under Clark was probably their best. Yeah, I
0: think he. I don't know why he didn't make the All Australians squad because he, like, I think a lot of the commentary since the game has been. Do they need some more support for Jack Steele? Maybe Hunter Clark's the one that pushes towards midfield, and um, is that yeah, number two? If they can't get yeah, a gun. He's
1: playing mostly defence, but I think yeah, I think you're probably right. He's probably the one that can step up and be uh, second fiddle to Clark. So if that's the case, they need to find a defender, which is yeah, easier than finding a sort of top end mid.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: He the- does need a bit of support because yeah, the midfield sort of yeah. does lack. Like, Bit
0: what do you think of a Tom Lynch incident?
1: Um, I think just looking at it on its own, like without any other context, I think Absolutely. the right decision was made. I think you Good. can't miss a game for that because the impact was too low. But it was intentional and it was low impact. So I think those two trigger... I think they trigger a... One week especially. I can't exactly remember.
0: Yeah. I don't, high, is it high
1: contact?
0: I don't think they put um, I think they probably manipulated it so he doesn't get uh, a week. I think he got the $850 fine or something, yeah, minuscule like that. Mm-hmm. I
1: think the criticism is going to come with the protected species sort of yeah. um, connotation. Like the AFL, they've got a bad reputation of letting off stars in big games. Yeah. Like Cochin in the past. um, Even Brett Harvey got off that thing against Selwood. So, and and when a lesser like does it and they get suspended and it doesn't get the media attention. Like, for example, Ben Long's case last week, if his name wasn't Ben Long and if it was like Martin or
0: yeah.
1: I reckon the AFL might have found a way to get him off.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, even, like, the Cochin one you mentioned earlier, like, he bummed, chill, hit him in the head, concussed, ruled out for the rest of the game. So the Giants are one down, um, gets off in the grand final. Maybe the Tigers don't win. So if that happened this week, you'd like to think it's a week. But, yeah, like you said, it's a star. Yeah, and they want the stars playing in, in October.
1: Yeah, the, shoot, the Cochin one, looking back at it now, that was just latent sort of manipulation. Yeah.
0: Horrendous, even the Barry Hall one, like he not, I think, punched was it Maguire?
1: Yeah, I think
0: maybe over 10 years ago, so another example there. So,
1: yeah, I I mean, this criticism that AFL has sort of, um, it's come, it's it's their own doing that it's coming, so they haven't been strong enough to address it. So, I guess, media, and we're going to keep talking about it, (laughs) but we might move on. Do you want to kick us off with uh, the Cats' dominant win over the Pirates?
0: Yeah. We'll try and keep this short, not mention any Collingwood players because they don't deserve to be mentioned. So probably looked like they played their grand final the week before. Um, yeah, just uncompetitive. One goal from the first three quarters, uncontested possessions, down 142, 108 less marks and 17% less de- disposal efficiency. Yeah, it was just, yeah, put a red more stats out there, but it was just, yeah, an absolute blowout.
1: Yeah, I do have a bit of sympathy for the pies because they did have the tough task of flying to WA, quarantining for seven days, playing a game, coming back, and yeah, I think they had only they had a seven day turnaround, whereas yeah, you guys played Cats Thursday on the Thursday, so you guys had, they had like nine days or something. So they had already a disadvantage coming in, and yeah, they just. Uh, still lacking a couple of players stealing how but um, I think it's just where the both teams are at huh? one of them's yeah a lot yeah. better than
0: the other yeah, yeah I think it's just yeah just disappointing because I did expect a, a close that contest um yeah dangerfield was yeah best I think I predicted that last week one of the few things I've got right this season in prediction so I think he I think he was there for maybe six clearances apart from that he was forward so yeah, four goals, one, two banana set shot goals, 19 mm-hmm. possessions, eight score enrollments, and he burst a lot of packs too, um, which mm-hmm. created goals for his teammates.
1: Yeah, he was accurate in front of goal, which uh, is, that's his sort of one of his knocks, but it was good. Um, there was, I was listening, I think, listening to, was it the Rocco podcast? But they were saying, yeah, the Cats in midfield, if they can be on top, in the game then they have the luxury of playing danger forward yeah they didn't have that against um you guys i think you guys
0: yeah he only went there i think till the back end of third and then the start of the fourth um he's pretty much forward in the the last quarter as well but it was yeah too late
1: Mm. but that might be yeah the winning formula to have relying on duncan who had 30 possessions 87 percent disposal efficiency so these guys Managola, Guthrie, even Selwood. And then, yeah. then you play. Yeah,
0: yeah, Selwood was a lot better because he's he's hundred percent midfield. like he doesn't play forward. So if he can dominate yeah, Duncan the other likes, then he yeah, you got that luxury. How'd you find uh, Gary Rowan? One of our favorite targets.
1: Yeah, so he's one of those players, huh? Uh yeah, he was what did he do? Did he kick a couple? Yeah,
0: he's have many touches, but yeah, third most meted game. So I don't, I think it's definitely a pass mark for him, but yeah, I guess yeah. the test, he's got to do it again. Yeah, that will give him confidence because he hasn't been like
1: a finals player. So yeah, as long as he can keep doing that and back it up, like, and yeah, it'll go a long way. Because yeah, guys like that and, um, who also have Myers, Dalhouse, Yeah, yeah, they, they need, something out of them they can't be too reliant on all danger
0: yeah and and brodie grundy too like him and Canelio both got the seven years last year and they're yeah both yeah really disappointed so i hope for grundy's sake it does come out that he's he's doing surgery and he's got he had something wrong because yeah 60 percent game time in both finals it doesn't stack up for a yeah gun a gun like him because he i think you can probably give him a pass mark if it comes out that he's got an injury
1: yeah, uh, it's a weird one. He, um, I'm looking at his super phones, points. He's still got 94. It's, yeah, pretty good. But, um, yeah, it was benched for like important moments last week and again this week. So, um, you, they, yeah, long contracts, they are risky and you're going to get criticized if you're not going to perform. So yeah, I don't know what Bucks is trying to do. So yeah, hopefully they come out and be transparent because, um, I mean, we're okay with it. We don't care, but it's the fans that sort of care about this sort of stuff, and they deserve to know. I mean, they pay money and yeah, invest exactly. in the club, so yeah.
0: hey members members definitely definitely need to know. What do you think about Tagoe? Is it you feel kind of glad that the Blues didn't pick him up at a million dollars a year? What two years ago?
1: Uh yeah. I mean, at the moment, definitely. definitely. Yeah, you dodged a bullet, but you, yeah. For his sake, you'd hope he can turn around. I mean, he's been injured a little bit the last couple of years. But um, he's out of contract. He doesn't have a manager. I think his dad's managing him.
0: Yeah, his dad, yeah.
1: Yeah, do you think um, it was a mistake by him not to accept the million-dollar-a-year deal by North for five years?
0: Yeah, based on money, 100%, because he's, he's just not going to get that for the rest of his career. Maybe that's part COVID, but it's, I'd say a large part due to his form, like, since the 2018 final hasn't really done too much. Like he's had, like he had the moment against the, the Eagles last week with the snap, um, won games against Gold Coast and the Cats off his own boot. But apart from that, um, yeah, it's been pretty average, to be honest. Yeah,
1: he needs to be more consistent to be worth that sort of money. I think he's probably worth like, yeah, 600, 700 yeah. in this climate. Uh, I think he's only had one top 10 best in the Ferris yeah, needs to be maybe more consistent and maybe a bit more of a team player, but yeah, I think it was a mistake not taking that offer. I think whenever you're offered a million dollars a year for five years, you take it. Doesn't matter if you're chasing premierships or not, because that's setting you up for life. And yeah, you don't have much time in footy. So he's like halfway through his career now, and could be over. Like I don't know, maybe he never gets back to his best. And mm. yeah, so. I don't know. I think depending on what happens, it could be a lesson to like young players that if a good offer comes up, yeah, you have to consider taking it. I guess I know loyalty and money and everything, but sometimes it's about looking after, I mean, your family and yeah, your future. (laughs) Okay. Did you want to talk about the Port Richmond games? Give us a bit of a preview. Yes.
0: Yeah, so Adelaide Oval Friday night. So I think the crowd hasn't really increased that much. I think it's only a couple more standing room seats. I think it's about twenty five, twenty six thousand, 26000 which is still an advantage in itself. Um is well, that 50% capacity? Yeah, I think it's just over. Um I think it's 50% plus the, the the people on the lawn um and standing room. So it hasn't increased as we thought, but yeah, it's still still take it. Um in this climate, especially. Um, Tom Lynch, I think, shapes as the the test. I think of Port's back six and the pressure upfield, and yeah, Brett Montgomery's game plan because yeah, we got killed on transition in the last matchup. I think Cleary's probably the best bet for him. I don't think Jonas has the height, um, and McKenzie. I think yeah, I won't back him again to to take the number one key. Um, you guys
1: won the last matchup last
0: last time. Yeah. Yeah, we did, but we got killed on. So a lot of the Tigers' goals are from transition. So
1: um,
0: back six wasn't as tight. Probably the pressure upfield wasn't as tight as it has been the last probably month or so.
1: With personnel, I know you might talk about it later, but I think they get back a few stars. Yeah. Um, Like, get Edwards, Prestia. um, Who else did they get back?
0: Nank as well. Nankervis wasn't playing, Um, I think, as well.
1: What about? You guys, anyone else back?
0: Yeah, I think I think we're pretty much settled. Um, no, so that, that, I think that was the last game. Oh no, I, we'd have Laddams and Houston back because that was the first game they were suspended. So okay. they're probably the two. So um, it's sort
1: of it's a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think the Tigers definitely more, were more undermanned last time. So I'd expect them to have a better better showing. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd probably play Jonas or McKenzie on Rewalt switch McKenzie on Rewalt when Dusty plays up forward and then put the captain Jonas on him. Um, Through the midfield, like, we don't really have an obvious matchup. I think if Dusty plays inside, put Wines on him. Yeah. Um, Outside, maybe Hartlett or Houston, but I think we like to keep our back six fairly stable. But, yeah, it'd be be interesting because, yeah, Dusty really, it's really forward of center where he dominates. He um, is a finals player. So, yeah, it's one to watch there. Um, Port's pretty light for small, quick defenders too. So Castanian and Rio, he might um, have a big day if there's no pressure upfield and they can get off the chain a bit. Right. Uh, is Mackenzie quick? Yeah, he's, I wouldn't say he's quick. I, I'd probably, I think Hartland and Darcy Burne Jones and Houston are probably quicker. But yeah, they're, they're not your lockdown. Probably Burne Jones is probably your only lockdown um, small defender in that back All six. Right.
1: So I'd put like a bigger body onto the Riolis and um, yeah, those sort of guys.
0: It's yeah, just- it's, it definitely work. I think it, it, I mean anything to do with the defence, it's always based on the pressure upfield and how quickly and easily the ball can come yeah. in.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, inside, that's where Wines, Boak and Rock have dominated last time, but you'll have Koch and Press here and Edwards in, yeah, out of quarantine now and Prestia have an injury. So that'll be the match-up to watch. You know, if we can dominate there, then I'd probably say we win. If we don't, then yeah, it's probably Tigers win.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I, like Richmond I haven't been a massive... They're not a massive contested ball team. I think Like nah. clearances, they won it this last weekend, but they're not a massive clearance team. So I think, yeah, if guys like Winesburg, Rockcliffe, and even P.A. Barbados can get it out of the centre and get it into your forward line and lock it in, then i I think, yeah, that might be, yeah, one way that you guys can take advantage of the lack of clearance dominance.
0: Yeah, I don't expect any tags. I think Graham from the Tigers is probably the one most likely to go to boat, but, yeah, I don't think they're going to... I think it'll probably be more head-to-head um, as well. And, yeah, up forward, just, yeah, can't allow a loose back. I think Tiger loved to play that loose back out of the stoppage, and, yeah, just no defensive 50 marks. Um, Tiger lines allowed nil week one compared to five on average so yeah, it just means marshall butters gray motlock power pepper just need to be dangerous and be hit up as well you can't go to dixon one on three so hit up mm-hmm. those players and yeah Boston, aspirin grimes need to yeah, find a man and not yeah double team charlie
1: yeah i'm looking yeah speaking of charlie i was just going to mention i'm looking forward to seeing how charlie goes against the back the back sender Maybe even playing a bit as a decoy maybe yeah. creating that space and get let Marshall and Laddins get off the leash because yeah. uh, I can imagine yeah a lot of attention will be put on Charlie but if he can drag them out and yeah. then Laddins can get onto a couple I think I'd be excited to see yeah him bobbing up taking a couple of marks and just kicking a couple of goals in the first half just to unsettle the defense and I think that will make. Yeah, Ashbury drives bold nervous.
0: Yeah, be accountable. That's
1: important. Yeah, it's important to get a good start for. I think Richmond they can afford to, um, yeah, be have a poor start and then still have the confidence to come over the top. But with Port, I think you need a good first start.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, on that, I think it's. I think it's come game. I think it's one game in twenty-five days. So yeah, definitely you need to start well based on that because I think where you get let down is where you three or four goals down early on because of you just lethargic off the break and then yeah it might be the difference in the game.
1: Apart yeah, from Boke, do you guys have much experience with prelims set? I suppose?
0: Yeah it's set and probably Motlop. Um boke yeah Charlie never played a final at Golco, so it's yeah, probably really only those. So I mean yeah. Hartley played partly. Hartler was there last time. Yeah, Westops obviously none of the team so um, yeah. it, Wines was there too so, so they, yeah,
1: I, got, I have a couple but yeah okay so that's ah. going to be another important aspect but I, I feel like the guys like Desmond they're, they're not going to be overall right?
0: yeah.
1: I mean they've been in big games I mean you guys said in showdowns every couple two to twice every year so I think yeah, so yeah.
0: I think, I think uh, guys, uh, Rosie might be the motlock this week because just one that gets off the chain so I expect Rosie to have a big game um mm. yeah, I think just got yeah just gotta weather the storm early and yeah, tipping four by five points, but yeah, it'll be a I think it'll yeah. be a good game. Yeah, I mean we
1: got through the whole I I know you mentioned him, but I didn't mention Robbie Gray and I sort of forgot about him. So I mean he could be the match winner. He could bob up and I'd uh, love to see, yeah, Robbie Gray but, Yeah, doing what he does best. So
0: Yeah, I think Grimes might go to him if he plays forward because – um, oh, maybe, maybe Grimes goes to Laddams because I think Laddams will start forward, so yeah, might might stretch the Tigers' defense there in terms of tours. Yeah, I mean, this is another
1: toss of a coin, so yeah, I'll lean towards Port as well, but yeah, wouldn't be surprised if Tigers get up. Maybe quickly touch on the next game Lions versus Cats on Saturday night at the Gabba. I think both these teams going with good form at the Gabba. I think Lions haven't lost, and maybe the Cats. They might have lost one. I'm not too sure. But it's funny, like, going into both these games, it's inexperienced versus experienced finals, performers. But it's inexperienced teams that are coming off the week off. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, a lot of parallels. But, uh, yeah, John beat the Lions in round six at the SCG. They had a six-goal blitz in the third, and I think that was enough. And in that game, it was Simpson, Danger, and Menegola that yeah. were in the best and were the major ball winners. So Simpson was back for the last game. Um, yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah, he was, he was much better too. I think he came in for Atkins, and yeah, it's good to see them uh, Yeah, play Simpson. I think they probably need a bit more depth through the midfield if Danger plays forward as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so they'll probably do that. And I think, um, yeah, unfortunately for the Lions, like the game against Geelong's game against the Pies wouldn't have given them much of a.
0: Yeah, you can't scout that at all.
1: Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, uh, but I think, yeah, the Lions, they're going to bring pressure. They're going to, they're, they're more, what do you call it, confident and like refreshed. So you, you'd expect a better, better performance by them. Is obvious for the matchups. Do you reckon uh, Harris Andrews? No, Andrew Harris? No, yeah.
0: Harris, Harris.
1: Andrews. Yeah, two first names. Yeah, does he go to Hawkins?
0: Yeah, I think I think he has to go to Hawkins. He's the he's the the key um, back, and the other ones are really small, like Gardner and Lester.
1: Yeah, so Gardner might take danger because he took Dusty a couple of weeks ago, and he did pretty well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because the garden plays that second key forward in there. Geelong don't really have one. All right.
0: Yeah, it's really I mean, interesting, Hawkins. I mean, Danger's the, the the second key. Um, they're not playing Radicalia so it's really yeah, Hawkins or in you know, the smalls.
1: Yeah, and I think. Um, I mean. Yeah, Andrews. he has got good at positioning himself. So even yeah. if he does turn Hawkins, he can. And the gap is not the biggest ground, right? So you can, I think he can zone off and yeah, get into positions. He just reads the ball so well. So wouldn't be surprised. Zones off and helps out his teammates. Yeah. Uh, guys like Archie, Stasovic, um, they've got the pace to play on guys like Myers and Roe, So I reckon those are good matchups for them. Cause yeah, if you keep the smalls quiet. And then you can manage Hawkins and Danger. Yeah. And that'll go a long way
0: I Yeah, I think I think each I think Hawkins and Danger each have to kick three probably because I just don't see where the goals goals are going to come from.
1: Because yeah, um, it doesn't kick many goals, right? I don't think, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, so wouldn't Guthrie kicked a couple, but yeah. And the other thing I'd be interested in is see how all the players can back up their third game, their third finals game. So I think. Yeah, Ablett, Selwood, Henderson, Taylor. I think all these guys are thirty plus, so it's going to be them against the young Cubs in like McGluggage and Bailey and yeah, these guys.
0: Yeah, I think put I think he probably has an advantage there because he's lightning quick and Henderson and Taylor, um, probably the opposite of that. So he's probably got some advantage. If he just roams upfield, he's probably can get on the end of a few.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And guys like yeah, Buse. Colin Jasney and O'Connor, they're going to have their hands full with Cameron, Rayner, McCarthy and Bailey. So, that's a pretty dangerous, small, quick mix of yeah, goal-kicking power. So do you reckon they can handle them?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're probably in the key. I mean, they're probably the reason why they won the game against um, mm-hmm. the Tigers, because Hipwood didn't kick a bag, McStay didn't, uh, McKinnon didn't as well. So, yeah, Rayner and Cameron, I think they're the and McCarthy, too. They probably play taller than they have their height. So, um, if they can get a couple, then it goes a long way.
1: Because, yeah, guys like Stewart and if Litzar goes back, I think they might be able to handle McInerney and Hipwood. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the small scoreboard. Because not only they provide scoreboard pressure, but they just um, – the way they keep their goals is provides their teammates with a lot of energy and yeah. excitement. So that. Momentum can, yeah, ignite the crowd and their teammates.
0: Yeah, Stop tipping,
1: um, yeah, the Lions by 12 points.
0: Uh, yeah, what about you? Yeah, Lions by just uh, maybe three goals. You reckon, uh, Guthrie goes to Neil as well?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, probably. I think yeah, you need to lock down on yeah, Neil, uh, because it was him that. I mean, he didn't have a touch in the first quarter a couple of weeks ago. but Once he got into the game, yeah, Yeah, tell the Lions. Yeah. We're more dominant. So, like, if it's not him, it's McCluggage. But I think yeah, Neil would probably be the one.
0: We'll move on to uh, some trade news. There was a lot of uh, announcements made after the pod last week. So, Saad was the first one. So, he's requested to move to the Blues. What do you reckon is a good price for Essendon to accept the trade?
1: I think, um, well, they want, like, Essendon notoriously bad for um, trading and, yeah. and negotiation with Dodoro. But I think um, asking for pick seven is too high for a half-back flanker. I think a pick around 12 before... Everything is fair because that'll get pushed back to maybe sixteen-ish. For uh, yeah, I mean, you for pick seven, they've got to be a, sort of a position player or a midfielder. Yeah, for like a half-back flanker. I mean, a good halfback flanker. It's not worth it. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he's. Yeah, maybe if he's a double or dual All Australian, maybe. But um, yeah, I think definitely a first rounder would probably yeah back back up. Of the first round, not early,
1: yeah. So it's a good get for the Blues because I think, um, yeah, that's dash off the halfback line is needed. Uh, you know, there's no Simpson anymore, and Doherty's not lightning quick. So now yeah. you get Williams and Saad. Saad. Do you think they need to make finals?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, next year, for sure. With the contracts that are offering those two in particular, yeah, they yeah, need to – and hopefully healthy Charlie Curnow too because he's like the number one key tool as well when he's fit. Yeah.
1: Do they need to win a final to um, yeah, to have to have release some of that pressure?
0: I'd say no just because they haven't made finals the last couple of years. But, mm. yeah, maybe – yeah, I mean, I'd probably say a year after that was when they need to start winning finals to justify yeah, uh, the progress they've made.
1: I mean, it could happen. It's just, I think the Blues, their young players just haven't come on as as they would have expected. Like uh, Marchbank, Bowman, um Kennedy, Satterfield's been okay. And then Dow and O'Brien, the top 10 picks. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, they're looking for the draft just to really push themselves up. What was the second? Uh, big news, trade news.
0: Yeah, so Joe Down the Lions. So that that's got a lot of steam, I think, the last half of the year to the Lions. So um yeah, I think it's yeah pretty scary if, if he goes to the Lions with he probably allows Hipwood to be the number two. McStay might go back to center half back and they've got McInerney and um Steph Martin as well. So they it's yeah, stocked the key position.
1: Yeah, it's a good fit and it's um uh, good on the lines for being a destination club. After their like the go home five in 2013 yeah. But um, yeah, w- I wouldn't if I were the Lions, I wouldn't give him anything more than like, three years. I'd yeah. include a trigger for a four.
0: Yeah, um, based but, on his injury two, history, for sure.
1: Yeah, because they're gonna have guys like yeah McLuggage, Starsivich, Kipwood, Cameron. They're gonna I think Cameron signed, but you're gonna have to pay these superstars so yeah, you don't want like 600,000 being tied up in a guy that you're getting five games a year because he's only played 18 games in the uh, 15 games in the past three yeah. years yeah. Uh, just that. quickly on compensation do you think SNN should get pick six I mean what does it become pick seven or like around pick 20
0: yeah, well, I think that I think that's fair. Um, they rejected, what, two first rounders last year, so it's a bit of a step back from that. But, yeah, a first rounder for him, I think is fair.
1: Yeah, I don't think Big 7 is fair. I think that's over this. Ideally, it'd probably be around... In the teens? Yeah, in the early teens. But, I mean, you go, it all comes down to, like, the contract. and I think the AFL has a say as well. But, um, yeah, like, but... Like Lloyd said, it doesn't matter what they're going to pick one for whatever reason. But yeah, it's a, cult, it's a cultural thing with that club at the moment, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 100%. Everyone's a uh, fan the franchise is the next one as well. Um, he, yeah, might.
1: yeah, he
0: know what? Yeah, requested a trade. So I think he's going back home to South Australia. Um, for Port, I think we probably do need a genuine crummer because I think Rosie's and Butter's probably more midfield. In future years, Motlop's probably the most overpriced um, crumb at the moment in the comp. So um, wouldn't mind, but yeah, probably on this second round. I think we got Jace Berg on, who's Peter's keep coming in as a father son potentially next season. So um, yeah, want to keep keep the points available to get him.
1: Yeah, because Jace might again be a test rounder. Um, so yeah.
0: And you All got Scott and, field and uh, Lockie Jones as well this year. that off aren't
1: gonna cost much. You can get him for like a pick in the forties. Like that that'll be maximum, pick in the yeah. 40 it It'll probably yeah. be like late forties. Yeah, so think... at the moment I reckon crows might be oh. more likely just because you get games for the crows. Yeah. <laughs> and then have more draft picks to play with. But you wouldn't say no, okay, that's interesting, so there's a bit of demand. Uh Jeremy Cameron, do you reckon he'll stay with him? GWS or leave?
0: Yeah. I hope for the comp he stays at GWS and doesn't go to, to Geelong. Um, yeah, I, I think he stays too. I think yeah, just he's been there the whole time. He's, he's pretty tied into that place and he likes the anonymity of being in. You know, a yeah. Place.
1: Yeah, because I don't see him as a guy that likes media street or anything. So, yeah, I'd want him to stay. The, I, I just don't want the compensation, the compo picks to dilute Keep pushing back the picks because every time, yeah, big someone leaves, the early picks get pushed back, so that's a bit annoying. Um, they should change that rule by the way. Like, if you have a guy for eight years at your club, Mm. you can't sign him, then yeah, you shouldn't get compo, you shouldn't get at least first round compo. Yeah,
0: Uh,
1: a couple of other ones, Prus is going to go to the Giants.
0: Yeah, they've needed one for the last three years. I think Mummy's just on his was on his last legs. I think they keep it him for some reason. I'm not sure why, but yeah, they're still keeping they can, him. Yeah, Pru's uh,
1: eighteen games, twenty five year old. Think he's worth or probably about picking the forties. Yeah, still a bit unproven though, so he can be good, but still question marks on his tank and I think maybe even attitude. So um, see what happens there. Higgins to the Cats might seem likely.
0: Yeah, I think that's getting getting a lot of talk. So, what what do you think is fair for for Higgins? Obviously, the have to pay some of his contract as well,
1: or uh depends on the pick. Like if we get a better pick, then we'll pay some of it. But if it's yeah. a if they're lowballing us, then they can take the whole thing. So I think we've got leverage there. So that's a good thing. I mean, he's a two-time All Australian, and his body's been relatively good in yeah. the past three or four years and you that? unlike Jack Stevens and um, some of these other guys coming to the end of their career, he's, he's a, what, a leader as well. So yeah. even if he doesn't go, I'd be happy to keep it, but yeah, a big around 30 would be good. I think they've got a, they've got 33 at the moment. So they get might get pushed back to closer to 35, 36. Um, but I think one of the reasons he wants to go is not only the flag, Potential of a flag, but he's having twins, so I think his yeah. family's in Geelong, so
0: yeah, he's got family there, so
1: so it makes sense. So now, Hugo has been, yeah, a great, he's played 100 games over 100 games, he's been a yeah, great recruit. So if he does go, yeah, wish him the best.
0: And Ben Baron, is there any news on that front?
1: Yeah, a couple of new suitors is uh arise, so I think, um. The reports are Melbourne are front runners, and then Fremantle and Essendon might be in the mix as well. So sounds like Collingwood might have dropped off just because they've got a bit of cap pressure, mm. and um, yeah, the D's. Do you reckon is a good fit for the D's?
0: Yeah, I think probably need Tom McDonald to move. Oh, probably oh. not back because they got Lever and May there probably. You need to ship him off
1: out of the club. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, because they got. I mean, you you'd want, you wouldn't want Wiedemann, and McDonald and uh, Ben Brown in the forward line. Um, you probably mm-hmm. just want two of them. So. yeah,
1: I think they are a good fit. Like I, I think I said it last week: big McG and Wiedemann and Brown. There, I think yeah, Weedham will effectively play that unlucky um, role. So. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a good fit. So if we if we can get um. Either like a pick in the teams, like early yeah. teams, or win the second round. Uh, yeah, look at that. Mm. And finally, you might touch on Brad Pouch. Did you hear about his suspension?
0: Yeah, it's interesting the AFL did it, so regardless of which club he goes to. So I think it's a two-match two ban for him. So I don't think it's going to put off any clubs. But Yeah, I think it, it does probably lower his price, though, I think, the, the incident and the off-field indiscretion.
1: Yeah, so I think it's been reported 450k a year, but it seems a bit lower. I think um, I don't know. Who knows bit like um, what people are saying here yeah, with the rumors and stuff. But surely they can't get pick two. They're never going to get banned one. No, I, yeah, I don't think
0: he's. I don't think he's worth that.
1: Mm. Yeah, like if you ask, like a couple of weeks ago when they were floating this, I was yeah a bit annoyed, like because it pushes out pick two to pick three. If that's the case. And if Hugo Hagen goes at one or two, it's going to be effectively pick four. So that's pretty unfair. But I don't know how this draft is handing out. I don't think there's going to be much difference between pick one and pick five. So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah but I think just for integrity, yeah, Brad Crouch shouldn't be worth pick two. I think pick 20 is probably just about right.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think he's worth the first rounder. Um, he's more his brother. I don't think. Yeah. 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 hasn't lived up to it. So far.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, uh just to finish that off, I don't know what what he's gonna do. It's hard to get a read on. Like he hasn't signed, so that leads to yeah. people thinking he'll probably leave. So I think cats is the media's right.
0: Yeah, I think I mean the cats and tigers haven't finished their campaign, so maybe once they're finished, um, yeah, it might be made public because you if you're the cats you wouldn't be offering him a contract right now. And the Tigers, you do it when when your season's finished.
1: He's not that old. He's, like, 26 or 27, so maybe. maybe
0: good age, huh? yeah. He's a good yeah, age. so maybe
1: even, like, a um, St. Kilda, if they can afford him, then he could, yeah. he could fit, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Number two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that wraps us up. All right, cool.
0: Yeah, review the prelims next week.
1: All right, thanks, guys. See ya.